Good morning. I had a lot going through my head this morning, and I thought I had an idea of what I wanted to speak to, um, but uh, I've ended up having a, a fortuitous conversation with a friend that we haven't caught up in a while, and I'm now sitting in the garden, um, really impressed with my tomatoes and relatively devastated by my squash and zucchini plants. They're thriving, but uh, we had a storm last night that seemed to have whipped my zucchini kind of up out of the ground and took some damage. And then um, we've had some infestation of some small mushroom. I think it came in the compost this year that um, has sporulated and is now um, infecting the zucchini plant. There's a fungus growing on the leaves. But it's still producing fruit. <clears throat> and beautiful blossoms. Um, I think I think where I ended up landing in all of this mental commotion this morning is the concept of patience. Um, especially with yourself. But it also occurred to me after posting yesterday's Thoughts. Um, I actually had a surprising number of people reach out. Thank you. Um, I'm grateful for that. Um, and I felt compelled to make sure that some folks that might not be able to wrap their minds around what anxiety is or maybe how it presents um i thought that maybe talking about that for a second could help make some sense of this because for those that don't understand i i can understand that the idea of external factors having the type of control that anxiety can tend to exhibit on somebody um, I can see how that's a little illogical sometimes. I can, I, I can acknowledge it in my own thought processes. In the middle of, a, of an anxiety attack, I can look at myself and say, this is ridiculous. Um, but that doesn't change my ability to overcome it. So I wanted to kind of paint a picture um, this morning, at least for a second, um, of what that might look like, or at least how it presents for me, because... Another thing that I've learned in all of this is that it certainly presents differently for everybody. But um, I, I was reminded, and I use this as my example often, um, for those that have never experienced an anxiety attack, um, a great parallel, or at least the way that I present it, is um, Guy Ritchie's movie, Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr., um, there's a scene where Sherlock is waiting at a table, a dinner table in a restaurant for Watson and Mary to join him. And he pulls his pocket watch out to look at the time. Um, and in that moment, he begins observing the room. He and Guy Ritchie does a great job of like 
kind of building this up. He he notices the tinking of a man's spoon and the slurp as he takes a bite of soup. He notices a manager, you know, bitching at a waiter for having a crooked tie and a couple getting into a fight. And he, he layers it. He builds it up into this crescendo of, like, cacophony in Sherlock's mind that stops whenever Sherlock hears Watson say Sherlock or Holmes or whatever. And he kind of clicks his pocket watch shut, takes a deep breath, and then he's kind of back. He kind of is able to engage Watson and Mary. Um, That cacophony that he's got um, hearing and feeling and smelling and sensing all the things in the room around him all at once, that's kind of how my head is on a regular basis. Um, I've just constantly got thoughts swirling around my head. And generally speaking, that's by design. That's how I've developed uh, years in hospitality. Like you kind of get used to just constantly having the next thing queue up and be ready for it. Um, But within that structure of a shift at a restaurant, there's like an end game. There's a timeline. And so they don't build up the same. You know, they're going to end at some point. You're going to clock out and leave. When that's just life, especially if you don't have some routines or some structure that can turn into this never-ending cyclone, this constant, um, continuously building. You know, you've got that, that day's worth of stuff already spinning and then someone asks you about the plans for next weekend and you just add that to it and keep the spin going and um you know that's that's where the panic attacks can start and that's where that's where i can be in this state of i seem fine but in my head it's just the constant din and it puts you in this state of um, fight or flight and your body physiologically over time it's it's gonna flight eventually if it, if it can't fight anymore it's got to run away and that's how my anxiety grips me is if i get to that point of crescendo where i can't pull the one thought out and focus on it for a minute um i shut down i and i can like i said i can disassociate myself and look at myself from a third perspective and say dude you got to stop you got to you got to do this thing or you got to get up or you got to change your perspective or whatever and sometimes i just can't sometimes that's where the anxiety wins and i lose the day or hour or whatever um and one thing that i've learned in the last few weeks especially is that there's a a variable degree of that that is self-imposed um and this is kind of one of the many um topics that we glazed over in a discussion with my friend this morning is that you when you have the ability to the the clarity to see an objective version of the reality that you're in 
you can acknowledge the stressors that are self-imposed and talk yourself away from the stress that they create. Um, and that's where I'm coming full circle on the idea of patience for me, um, specifically is that a lot of the things in my head that seem to spiral out and crescendo and, and, and stick me here, get me into a spot of, um, lost productivity or time or energy or whatever. Um, they tend to be things that if I just stopped for a second and remembered that I can push that back, um, that I would save that day. I would save that stress. Um, I'd get in a, a tendency of urgency, uh, again, byproduct of my, my past career. Um, everything needs to be done with a sense of urgency. And that, I think that goes hand in hand with society. I don't think that that's, a an individual thing. I think that regardless of the career that you've had, we live in a society that demands and that inherently develops a certain pace or tempo that frankly is not sustainable. And if anything has been made very clear through the course of this pandemic, um, it's that we never needed to be at that pace in my mind. Um, so with regards to, you know, this daily struggle of managing my anxiety and maintaining a certain level of productivity or control over my day, um, I've learned that remembering that, that, that I get to set the pace, um, and remembering that I don't have to get things done at any specific speed that is overtly faster than I'm innately capable of or that my clients um, expect of me and that I can have the conversations with these clients and say, listen, I would love to do that project with you and for you, but I'm three weeks from touching it. Um, that I don't have to be nervous about that, that I don't have to, you know, people that come to me for work come to me for work because they want to work with me. And, um, if that means that they have to wait for three weeks, then they have to wait for three weeks and they're willing to, if I just have a conversation with them, which is such a strange revelation to have coming from someone that understands the importance of relationships and that, you know, I've long said that if you'll ask for what you need, you're, you're likely to get it. Um, that's just a good rule in life. Um, the problem is whenever it comes to help, right? <laughs> I don't ask for help. Um, anyway, I, I ramble. Um, patience is, is the thought that I'm hanging on to today. Um, giving myself time and space, um, encouraging you to understand what really is urgent and what isn't. Um, don't, you know, don't respond to that work email before you're at work. Don't even check it. Don't, um, don't put the pressure of, you know, next week's dinner plans on you if you don't have this week's finished, you know, I don't, you know, whatever, however that applies, like give yourself the space, give yourself the break because ultimately absolutely nothing matters in your life more than your life. And if you can acknowledge the fact that you are maxed out in whatever way and that 
part of the reason you feel that is your self-imposed hurdles or burdens or anxiety um take a tick take a breath stop hug a kid um pet a dog go for a walk do your laundry um no one needs anything from you that you can't provide and if you can't provide it there's no reason for you to stress out about it be patient with yourself take care of yourself enjoy the weekend talk soon